We focus in this session of look at the book on Philippians 1, 20 to 23. One of the most important passages in my life for shaping everything that I have written and done for the last 40 years, and I'll try to show you why. Paul says, it is my eager expectation and hope. So those two together are pretty strong. Not just his hope and not just an expectation, but an eager expectation. So these two together would be his longing, his passion in life. It is my eager expectation and hope, my longing, my passion, my goal, that I will not at all be ashamed, so first it's negative, we won't focus on that so much, but that with full courage now as always, Christ will be honored in my body. And this word honored here is a big word for uh, magnified, just try to think of the alternative words you would use for honoring somebody. You would magnify them, you would glorify them, um, you would make much of them. And that, that's the full implication of megalunthesetai here, the Greek word. He wants Christ to be honored. So not ashamed, but honored and magnified in his body, not just in some kind of ethereal, spiritual uh, way that you can't see, but something very visible, very tangible that he does with his feet and his hands and his mouth, whether by life, he wants him to be honored in his life, or by death, he wants him to be honored in his death. So we pause there and just ask, where are we? We, we have here now a very central statement in the Apostle Paul's life. His eager expectation, his hope, his longing, his passion in life and in death is that he would never be ashamed of Christ but would always use his body, use his body in such a way as to show that Christ is to be honored, to be magnified, to be glorified, that Christ is great. That, that's what would make Paul satisfied if he could live his life in such a way that in everything he does in his body, in his life, in his dying, Christ would be shown to be great. So now my question is, how do you do that? How do you make Christ look that way? And and now we have this key word for. So he's going to show us. He's going to give us a, a foundation for the, the basis for how this is done. For, to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. That's his basic argument. For, for, to me to live. And that live corresponds with this life is Christ and to die, and that die corresponds with this death right here. So you can see what he's doing. He has just said, I want my life and I want my death to magnify and honor 
Christ. How shall that be done? What, what's the foundation of that? What will make that happen? For, here's the way it's going to happen, for to me to live. So when I honor him by my life, it's by living in such a way that life is Christ. And we're going to maybe take another session on that. But the thing to focus on now is, and in dying, if I experience dying as gain, then I show by my death that Christ is honored. That's the that's the argument. That's the key of this little word for here. So now what have we what have we got? We've got Paul's passion in life and his longing in life, his eager expectation and hope is that Christ would be honored, magnified, glorified, made much of, and he wants it to happen in his living and his death, and the way it happens or the foundation of how it comes about is that when he dies, he experiences death as gain. Now, how does that work? How does the logic work that experiencing death as gain shows that in death Christ is magnificent? Well, the answer is is given in the following verses. If I am, if I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me. Yet which I shall choose, I cannot tell. I'm hard pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that is far better. Now, that far better there, which is being with Christ, is this gain right here, isn't it? So the reason that death is gain is that it means being with Christ in a much more intimate and face-to-face way that is far better. Better than what? Better than anything. Life here gives. Now you see the key. The reason that death is gain is because death means more of Christ. And more of Christ is gain because it's better. He's better than anything this life can give. Because death takes away everything on this earth. Whatever you're experiencing here is going to go away except for Christ. And so when Christ is superior to all of that and you experience that in your dying, then you show him to be magnificent which is how I came up with this statement that Christ is most, let's say, magnified in us when we are most satisfied in Christ. You see that in this text now? We are satisfied in Christ. We have, we have gain when we die. We are experiencing something far better than we would if we lived. And that, according to this logic right here, this word for, is why we honor Christ in dying because we count dying as gain because in showing ourselves most satisfied most satisfied in Christ we show him to be most magnificent